Hello and welcome to another almost season over. Thank God for that episode of the Ball and Foot Podcast. Uh, I'm Daniel and I'm joined by the exhausted, uh, annoyed at Chelsea man himself, Jason. Uh, how you doing tonight, sir? He. Hey, Daniel. Did you see that video? Hola. Uh, <laughs> one margarita. <laughs> I mean, we are kind of making fun of John Felix. I imagine him saying all those things, actually. <laughs> Just imagine John Felix saying anything. EA Sport. Indigate. What? No, John. No, that's not how you say it, man. Come on. <laughs> they were like, where did the H come from? He's like, I didn't say an H. <laughs> yes, you did. You said several H's in there. He. Hey. He. Hey. That was one of the highlights of my week, <laughs> seeing that video. It's one of the highlights of Chelsea's week, too. So, Yeah, definitely. Definitely the highlight of Chelsea's week. Um, in uh, breaking news, uh, shocker to no one, Chelsea lost 1-0 to uh, City, <laughs> which actually might be shocking news, the fact that we only yes. lost 1-0. That is yes. sort of shocking. So, <laughs> Hey, we are still the only team that Holland will not have scored against this season. we got to take... Yep. Every trophy we can. We got the 12th place trophy this year. Used to make fun of Arsenal for getting uh, 12th place. We're going to finish with like less points like in our whole history this year or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, it's like our lowest point total in the EPL ever. Yeah, ever. Like since the since the Premier League, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's insane. Because we're not even going to crack 50, which is sad. But whatever. Wow. It is, it is what it is. What a sad episode. Yeah, I mean... We got some things to talk about. I don't think there's really any point in dwelling on the city match too much. Um, Hell no. I mean, it was not what we expected, I guess. I guess we can at least say that. It wasn't... Yeah. We, we expected to lose a lot worse. We both predicted that Holland would at minimum have a hat trick. And to be fair, he did <laughs> not start. He didn't start. True. But because Arsenal capitulated on fr- uh, what Friday and oh just my God. blew the league. I mean... Look, if we want to talk about anything, let's just talk about them just utterly just pulling an arsenal at the end of the yeah. season and just gone. Nothing. Uh, so I know a Man City fan who became mm-hmm. a Man City fan last year, by the way. So, so he's he doesn't know what it's like. Yeah. He doesn't know what it's like to lose. Oh. And he was upset that Arsenal He was upset to win the champions championship or the league in the way that they did. And I was like, dude, you just became champions. You have a chance to do the triple this year. Like yeah. own it. Like this is what you live for. I mean, so anyway, owns- maybe it'll come in time, but he's a brand new fan. Anyway, I just thought city have won five out of the last six. Yeah. Prim leagues. Like mm-hmm. they're getting bored with it. So yep. it's time. It's time for somebody else to step up and, Nobody yeah, well, you look at, like, the last, I don't know, it's like the last 10, 12, 13 years, there's only been, like, three teams to win the league, or four teams. Yeah. It's been yeah. us, City, Pool, and United. Yeah. Like, over, like, the last, I forgot, it's, like, last 15 years or something like that. Or, yeah. I guess, yeah. Lester, I don't remember. Lester yeah, Leicester was that where, yeah, yeah. would have won one of those. So, I mean, like, that's just nuts to think yeah, about, that wild. it's always the same teams. And now it's just... It's city, city, Ugh. city, and it's just annoying. And it's like this isn't gonna stop until Pep leaves, is which is the yes thing that sucks the most. Like this yeah. is like freaking. I don't know you are few listeners that we have out there. English fans probably won't get this reference, but this is like Nick Saban in college football <laughs> in America. Like right, right. nobody else wins. I found some other teams are winning now because he's getting old, but. I mean, it's just ridiculous right now. Like, it's just, like, you know, you can just pencil City in yeah. to be first in the league. And Arsenal gave them a run for their money this year, but you see what happens. One team goes up at the end of the season and capitalizes, yeah. and the other one just capitulates and just blows the in league. Hey, I think we were talking about it uh, many episodes ago, because we're almost to 60 episodes here. But this I, is 60. I, yeah, this is 60. This is this insane. This is 60. So, um, but I think we were talking about it a long time ago and I was like, Hey, Arsenal looking pretty good, you know, and you were saying, well, 
their capitulation is delayed because of the World Cup. True. And I <laughs> think that that proved to be true. Um, so, uh, yeah. That kind of sucks. I did see a tweet going around that said uh, uh, Chelsea's uh, worst year, no trophies. Arsenal's best year, no trophies. And I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let them, let them have the year. We'll see if they can sustain it. Um, I mean, to be fair, Saliba did get hurt going down the stretch for them, so that didn't help them. But that's part of the game. So you can't really make excuses. I mean, if you want to, you can. I'll use the injury excuse all day long for Chelsea because, good gosh, our injuries are insane. Batty Ashill. Yeah, pivot to Batty Ashill. For the beginning of next season. Yep. No surgery, though. Um, So I think they're hoping... I think they're hoping to have him back by the beginning of the season, like early season. So, I mean, man, that's. Wild. I mean, we have Colwell coming back, so and we'll still have Pofana, so yeah. we'll be fine. Hopefully, that is our. Hopefully, when we open up the season next year, that is our starting center back pairing. Yeah, Colwell and Fofana. That would be amazing. Um, and I don't know. Yeah, I don't I mean it was just random because he didn't play. Saturday and they were or Sunday. We play Sunday, yeah, mm-hmm. Sunday. They didn't, we played Sunday, so he didn't play Sunday, and they're like, "Oh, he got hurt in training on Friday," and then you don't hear anything, and then all of a sudden it comes out, "Oh, he's out until the beginning of next year." Like, what Man. the hell happened? <laughs> like, I don't know. It it just sums up our season. So I like that's really the only way, and I do not wish this upon any player. So that's not what I'm doing here, but that's really the only way that anyone will get the pip on city is if they just have some injuries or they go through a period where they can't make first team selections. And, um, and yeah, I'm not saying we would have been up there if we made first team selections, yeah. but, but, uh, it, it does help when you have like your main people starting almost constantly or they're yes. only out for like a couple weeks at a time. We've mm-hmm. had many, many injuries that have been months long. We've had yeah. more long-term injuries. I think this season, uh, and than what I can well, remember in these seasons past, so it's pretty insane. I mean, it, too, their back, their depth is what makes them so dangerous. True. Too is like yeah. they're they're like Chelsea used to be, like quality mm-hmm. backup players that can come in and fill those roles. I mean, when you've got when you bench people like Gundogan and Mares for you know a couple games yeah. in a row, you know and you, they bench Grealish a lot. You know, he doesn't play every match. So it's like just the absurdity of their lineups that they can yeah. make and what Pep can do with his players and everything. It's just, it's insane. And it's just, it's a testament to Pep being one of the greatest coaches ever. And it the thing he had, I think in order to be considered one of the greatest, he's going to have to win the Champions League with City. Because he hasn't done it yet. This is probably his best shot this year, playing against Inner. But I pray that the Hamburglar shows up. <laughs> and actually, for once, I'm going to cheer for Lukaku in a match. And he yeah. hopefully he scores this year and he Inner continue the curse of Pep outside of Barcelona. So I mean that would be something if Inner won. I I will be yeah. watching that with bated yeah. breath for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh, hey, maybe I'll have to, I'll make the uh, old trip up to oh, uh, yeah? your hometown to old um, the old stomping grounds uh, where yeah. we watch our Champions League matches. Yeah, I mean we've watched so, two winning matches in that that yeah, establishment. We have, we have definitely watched two winning matches there. Um, so I don't know. We'll, we'll discuss that off camera or off, yeah, that sounds uh, good. Yeah, because well, it's not till like June. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's late this year. Because yeah. of the World Cup and everything, so yeah, um, yeah. So Batty Shield out. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, 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 big. I mean, crazy news coming out, and this this is just baffling. We'll save the big news for last, but um, this one just baffled me when I read it today on Twitter, and you mentioned it before we got on the on the episode. Was that because our season has been so poor? Uh, upper management has decided to cancel the men's end of the season awards. I mean, so, like, they're going to give a couple awards out, I think on the last game or whatever, but like, are they 
that means they canceled the women's and the academies? No, no, no. no. Women's, um, women's and academies are still going on. Oh, good. Just the men's. They, they literally just canceled the men's. Oh, yes. Women's and the academy both deserve it. Men's. But my thing with this is, is like, okay. Like, I know our season was poor and it sucked. But let's look at this from an alternate perspective. You want to have something positive to build on going into next year. You want to boost your team morale. What's going to boost your team morale more? Canceling the dinner and the awards ceremony or having the awards ceremony? Like, you're essentially saying to all the players, you all suck and we're not going to, you know, have a dinner and present y'all with awards. Like, to me, it's more of, at this point in time, more of a team morale issue right. than it is an award. Because do any of the players deserve awards? No, they don't. So just take them out to dinner then. Just have a ceremony. Just yeah. celebrate the team. Do something. Ted Lasso you know? it. Yeah, Ted Lasso it. <laughs> take them down into the sewers or something for, a, <clears throat> yeah. for a, a, a lesson. Yeah, take them to the local pub. You know, do oh, yeah, something. Don't better. just don't don't just cancel it. Like you, y'all have already management is already shit enough, shit the bed yeah, enough yeah. this year. Like, and this is just one more reason. You know, one yeah. more thing that they've done. It it is pretty pathetic. I think it's gonna have. Um, actually, I do. I I did hear the joke about the Ted Lasso sewers thing. I do, I'm not the team was shit as well. But it was a thing that happened on one of the episodes, so uh, spoilers. But uh, but yeah, I think this is going to have the opposite effect, uh, like mm-hmm. what you're saying. Like it needs to be uh, a something to build upon and and something to for the players to enjoy and shake off this season. And hopefully, mm-hmm. we'll be back next season. But yeah, to do it this like this is pretty awful. And yeah, like you said, management's done that this entire season. And I guess we shouldn't expect anything less of them. Nah, no, we really shouldn't. I mean, at this point in time, it's just like, oh, well, sort of, you know, this doesn't surprise me at all with this bunch of imbeciles we have running this club right now. So it's one of those things. I mean, if Pochettino that... was there, he would have done barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he would have done barbecue. And uh, speaking of barbecue, we are going to have a special uh, barbecue segment <laughs> later on in this episode where Jason and me discuss our favorite types of barbecue. Um, so stay tuned for that cliffhanger. Um, you know. So yeah, it, it's just it's it's just baffling to me. Like I'm, I mean, I get it. Do our players deserve awards? No, they don't. I agree with that. Point, but it's still just it's like almost the principle of the thing at this point in time like you, you've already sort of I mean half I mean the majority of the issues this year because of upper management is this is this goes back to the thing like you can relate this back to a business like who always gets blamed when upper management screws up the, the coach or the players yeah the are the player or like in a like a, a retail sense if if the corporate level screws up the little minions at the bottom are the yeah. ones that get screwed it's yeah. never the upper management that gets screwed so why because of your screw ups are you punishing the players because you have 30 plus people that a manager has to pick from you fired a manager at a terrible point in the season and then you brought in a terrible manager to replace him like yeah. these are a lot of these screw ups are on them and not yeah. the players' fault. Like, yes, yeah, should the players perform better? Yes, but the amount of turmoil and stuff that they've been put through this year for two years in a row now is just yeah. insane. And it, they shouldn't have to be put through this crap. So I, I sympathize with the players in that sense. And mainly because I've been those that peon, you know, worker in the trenches right. where upper management screws up and then you're the one that you know takes the brunt of it because they're imbeciles and they don't know what they're doing because they're not in the day-to-day operations of stuff so yeah um yeah it, it is really unfair I, I don't i think it's stupid uh that's yeah. all i have to say it's just stupid it's stupid hate. stupid well in some uh positive news speaking of upper management um Todd Bowley is apparently stepping back uh, from the club and handing more of the roles Thank back over God. to the directors. 
Yes. Thank God for that. I second that, Jason. Like that. I mean, if he's been the main decision maker, which I know there are a couple, and he's yeah. one of them, but yeah, man, they are they're really bad. Yeah, <laughs> really, really it, bad. He, like, it, it's like just the arrogance of him. I think is what pisses me off so much, is because he he had this arrogance about him coming over here and being like, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, you know. And, you know, he knew nothing about football. He knew nothing about how it worked and what to do. And he just goes out and spends money because he thinks that's the answer and that's not the answer to it, um, to everything. You know, yeah, you can spend the money, but you better spend it wisely and you better spend it on the right players. And that clearly wasn't wasn't done. Um, so it's... It's just that arrogance that he had about it when he came over here and all this stuff. And then, like, it it's just crazy, like, the PR campaigns that have gone on this year and everything else that has come this year with this club. And now, finally, the fact that, hey, maybe he's realizing he is a dumbass and doesn't know what the hell he's doing, and he is going to relinquish some of that power and turn it back over to the directors of football and everybody else that that should be making the decisions and not him. Man, I, yeah, whether it was he finally realized that he needed to not be there or if somebody, or if the board essentially was like, "Mm, yeah, you're out. I'm very happy about this. I think my opinion is, is I think it was Clear Lake that kicked him out because, because that's where the money's coming from. And Clear Lake sitting here saying, this idiot's ruining our investment. This team just had the worst season they've had in, you know, 50 years. They're not even getting 50 points in the Premier League. They're sitting 12. We're not getting European money next year. And this idiot's one of the main ones that are responsible for it. So let's, (laughs) you need to step back, you know? So. No more um, jet setting to just give players eight-year contracts. Sorry, Todd. Seriously. Seriously, no more of that. No, no more talking about the All Star Game. Thank goodness. No more. Hopefully, I'm sure the PR campaign won't get shut off. Um, so I'm sure that's still going to be revved up. Um, well, yeah. it still is in full effect with the whole Mason Mount saga that's going on. Um, you got anything oh, else? Yeah. Any any more comments about Todd Bowley before we move on to the Mason Mount section of the podcast? Good riddance. Good riddance, yeah. I'm with you on that one, man. I'm with you on that one. Um, yeah, so uh, came out. Oh, we know. Everybody knows the Mount drama that's been going on for this whole entire season. Contract negotiations, which I don't know whether to believe it or not. Like, I just have this gut feeling that, yeah, Bowl and them are saying they're trying to negotiate, but I don't really think they are. I think it's more of a PR campaign at this point in time saying, you know, yeah, they might be trying to negotiate with them, but are they negotiating in good faith? Or are they just essentially lowballing Mason because they just want the PR, you know, and offering him a contract, but it's so ridiculously low or not even close to what he's asking for. So, you know, they know he's not going to accept it just so they can get rid of them at this point in time. Um, I feel like that's where we're at. So the big, you know, drop today that apparently United are now the front runners for, um, for Mason Mount, which I guess if you put, if you give me those three clubs, United, uh, Liverpool and Arsenal, I would much rather, and he had to go to one of those clubs and I had to pick which one he went to. I'd probably send him to United because I hate them the, least out of the other three so yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, i mean i agree with that so i don't know but i mean the rumor is i mean i've seen 55 anywhere between 55 and 70 somewhere um so somewhere in that range yeah like i need to go look at a timeline of this because i mean i know that it's been i i think it I mean, from my feeling, it's just a lot of things that have simmered. And there there just was not a due diligence here 
to sign him. And I, uh, man, we're going to regret this for a while. And he's underutilized, and I don't think Potter knew how to use him. Yeah, I would. I agree with that. Potter had no clue how to use Mason Mount, and that screwed um, him over. Yep, I agree with that. Um, I don't see. Here's the issue. I like Mason Mount. I think he's a good player. I don't think he's a great player. Will he turn into a great player? I mean, he's only 24. Will he turn into a great player? Possibly, but I don't really like. I don't. I don't see him being like. I regret. The De Bruyne decision, like yeah, yeah. that was a dumb decision. In, in that time frame, I regretted the De Bruyne decision because you could see what he was going to become, and he has become that. Salah, same thing. Salah, I think, is a little different. I think Klopp sort of made. I think Salah was good, but Salah, uh, Klopp made Salah great. Yeah, sort of like he did with Mane. You look at Mane and what he's done at Bayern now since he's been there. But you look at what he had done at Liverpool previously, and I think he contributed a lot of that to Klopp and his system and everything. So, um, and I think Pep has probably made De Bruyne better than he would have been. Now I think De Bruyne still would have been great, mm-hmm. but you also put people with the right coach, the right manager, and the right system, and you play to their strengths. It's going to make them even better than what they are. And to your point about Potter not knowing how to play Mount, he never played Mount to his strengths. You know, mm-hmm. so, but I think that was a lot of people's points is like Mount, what is his true position? Like, what is he playing? Like, where is he going to play? Like, he's not a winger. Like, he's a midfielder, but is he an eight? Is he a six? Like, where where are you supposed to play Mount? And that was a lot of people's things about it. Like, there, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and that brings up a lot of good points, what you're saying too, because Kim Pochettino get the best out of Mount? Who knows? Can Eric Ten Hag get the best out of Mount? Who knows? Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, Potter Potter didn't play anybody in the right position anyway. Correct. Most of the time. Correct. Um, like, what a better coach with some vision and and a history of taking young players and, and building them up to something uh, come to fruition. I don't know. I feel bad for him because he lost a season. Maybe I am talking more with my heart here about Mm-hmm. Not wanting to see one of our like academy-born guys uh, leave. Um, I mean, I, I do think it's a bit of a travesty in that respect. But, I agree. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you're right. Like he hasn't been great, great. But um, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's more of a hard thing for me. I, I just think, I, I just think there's been a lack. Like even even the previous administration. And just in their lack of due diligence with trying to sign players, and then the sanctions screwed us over, and then now we have another player leaving because people can't uh, can't get it done. And you know, it could be on Mount too. I know, I know we're offering them like crazy wages, um, but I guess I don't know. It's not enough. But then they give them an insulting contract extension for a year, and yeah. and then it's, I don't know. It just doesn't. You don't seem serious at that point. So right. I don't blame him for leaving to go somewhere where he's mm-hmm. probably going to be valued. Um, also, weirdly, we could use the money. Uh, who knew that? Um, go figure. Yeah, we're apparently valuing at eighty, and man, you was to pay fifty-five. So good luck to everyone out there um, uh, for getting this deal through. <laughs> I mean, that's a long yeah. way off. Uh, so I don't know, man. I have a lot of feelings on it. I totally agree with everything you're saying, though. I mean. He has shown flashes, but he's never been like yeah. the player that we were going to rally behind. And where do you play him? I don't know. Uh, I mean, Potter had that struggle too, and he coached in the 14th level of Swedish football. So <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. You got to hand it to that guy for not being able to get it done either. So who am I? Just some schmuck with a microphone. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is like it's I don't know where. I mean, I, there's nothing wrong with feeling that way. I feel like, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of, like, the fan base is clearly divided on this. And I've always tried to look at it, and I've explained on this podcast before, and we've talked about it, that I look at it from a business perspective, because that's what we are, is ultimately, like, I mean, you have, <clears throat> that's the thing, is, like, you have to run your club as a business at the same mm-hmm. time, because you have to make money because of FFP rules and everything like that, so you've got to make money, and 
as a player, Mount has to protect his brand and his name. And if he feels like he's worth something more and he can go get that somewhere else, mm-hmm. then you say, okay, then you go get that. And I don't have an issue with, with Mount doing that. And there's probably a lot of Chelsea fans that will call him greedy and everything else, but I don't have an issue with the player going to make his money. That's what right, he wants right. to do. For sure. And I think the big issue with him too is, is he doesn't want to sign a long-term contract. Like, he wants, like, a three- or four-year deal. Right. Like, he doesn't want one of these seven- or eight-year deals, you know, that Bowley and them want. You know, that's the thing with Bowley and them. Like, this isn't a transfer. So you're not having to spread the money of the transfer fee out over seven or eight years. This is a homegrown player, so you're literally just paying him for these years. Well, it's going to unbalance the wage structure. Well... I'm sorry, you already screwed that up when you gave Sterling how much you gave Sterling and what oh you gave Koulibaly, Koulibaly, and what you gave Fofana, Fofana. Like, you've overpaid all these other players, so Mason's sitting here looking at that, and does he... I mean, if you're valuing these other players at that price, then yes, Mason deserves that much money. In, yeah. in my eyes and in his eyes, he deserves that much money, and I agree with that. But then you come back and tell them, oh, we're not paying you that much. Well, why the hell not? You just paid a freaking 30-something-year-old center back almost 300 a week. Why can't I make right. 300 a week? Yeah. You were paying Sterling, who's older than me, who sucks. That's all he's got to say. He can't dribble. I can at least dribble. Oh, my God. Like, he is and you're so, paying Fofana, Fofana almost 300, and he's young, but he's unproven. Right. So... They're talking out both sides of their mouth. And once again, it comes to the upper management of this. It's like, you can't, in my opinion, like Chelsea fans, we have no reason to be mad at Mason Mount. If you want to be mad at somebody, yeah. be mad at Bowley and them because they're the ones that have screwed this up so bad. They're the ones that have shit the bed. They're the ones yeah. that have caused all this drama. And like you said earlier, the one-year contract was just insulting. Like, that's yeah. just insulting to him. Like, so at this point, I can't really... Blame them. Go get your yeah. money, Mace. Make your money. I don't think you're a great player. Prove me wrong, though. Become a great player. I'll, you know, still cheer for you as long as you're not playing Chelsea. Um, But, I mean, he could end up being great. It's like you said, Ten Hawk could get the best out of Mason. Is that the kind of manager he needs, you know, to get the best out of him? Um, So, yeah, it's... It's quite the conundrum that Chelsea have put themselves in. We have done this to ourselves, <laughs> yeah. In a way, I so. mean, we tend to do that, don't we? Uh, he, yeah. I mean, I agree with you. Go get your money. I, yeah. I mean, I th- when I thought Jorginho was going to get a, um, a championship or a or Premier League title, I mean, I thought that was a good move too. I mean, go go do what you think is best for you, and if. Uh, uh, I mean, I don't want Arsenal to win ever, so I'm happy they didn't. But, you know, I, yep. I, I, I at least, like, I do care about our former players <laughs> and their happiness. And at the end of the day, they're all humans. And mm-hmm. it, it, this is their job. Like, yeah. they're they're showing up to work. Well, like, we, It's just a weird thing. We just happen to watch these people work. Mm-hmm. And we care about how good of a job they do. <laughs> um, yeah. It's a weird thing. Uh, but they don't owe us anything as fans. So... Right, uh, right. I mean, and I, they, and I, but Mason clearly feels some connection to us because, like, when you were at the matches, he was the only one out there. Oh man, yeah, clapping the. So he clearly feels some connection to us as fans more so. He went than to a every stand. It was almost like a farewell. He went yeah. to every single stand. Kind of wild. It is. It's just. I don't know, man. It's it's annoying because I think a lot of this could have been avoided, but yeah. And, I mean, it's, like, and my problem, and that, like I said, it's all with bullying them and, like, wanting to redo the wage structure. I get that. It needed to be redone. But then you pay ridiculous amount of contracts for Fofana and um, Koulibaly and Sterling. That's not fixing your wage structure. Y'all signed all three of those people. We're screwed so. for the next five to eight years here. Yeah, like if they start doing everything correct now, we're yeah. we're still screwed for the next five to eight years. So how long? So that brings up a question. I saw this posed on Twitter or Reddit somewhere. I don't know. Um, how many years are we screwed for? Just how long is it going to take for us 
to compete again for a Premier League title? Man, it's going to be easier to answer this question depending on what they do in the summer. Okay, um, well, we will revisit this after. The, we'll revisit yeah. this after summer then. I mean, I'm in on that. Initial, I've been wrong about all of our scores so far. Uh, so, like, uh, this might not be good. Uh, initial feeling is three to four. Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, and I still think that might gonna, be conservative. Yeah. I mean, some people are saying it's going to be five plus. I mean, there's a lot of yeah. people that take the five plus stance in it. I, I think that's best case scenario, too. Like, I think three yes. to four. And that sucks. Will Pochettino still be the manager in three to four years at Chelsea? Uh, no. I think we will give Poch more time than we gave Potter, though. Well, yeah, I mean, he's a better manager, so I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like it's gonna be weird, right? Because like, if we if we finish anywhere above twelfth, then <laughs> it's we, an improvement. It's an improvement. <laughs> like we're at a weird spot here, so it's like if Poch finishes. Uh, top half of the table next year. Like, if we finish mid, like, if we, like, I feel like if we get to, like, sixth yeah, next year, I'll feel pretty good. I mean, the teams above us are, like, if Man U's getting mount, Man U's making moves this summer. Man mm-hmm. U wants it. City's not going anywhere. Um, I can totally see Pool make a comeback. Uh, Tottenham will at least be up there, but then you got Newcastle hanging yeah. around up there. Mm-hmm. Brighton is going to give everybody fits next season. Um, like there's a lot of competition now at the top, and um, or at least in the top half of the table, which is why we aren't in there. Um, so I I think if we make the right moves, though, we could have a surprising season. But yeah, anything above twelve is is just the bar Potch has to reach, right? Like. I'm sure they've had internal conversations about how Poch feels, how many years he can do a thing. And I'm sure he said two. Yeah. And and that would be four um, transfer seasons, which is fine. But that would be two to get in a Champions League. I, I can't see us winning the league, though. No. When, when no, City's no. around and when Arsenal are probably going to be okay next year. Like, I just yeah. can't see... Like, those, those teams, to me, are just, in terms of organization... Like, I'm talk, I'm not even talking, like, on the field. Uh, like, in the back room. In terms of organization, how the clubs are run, how... Like, even even Tottenham with freaking Levy there. Like, in the in Man U with <laughs> the Blazers. Like, those clubs are have been infinitely run uh, better than we have. Yeah. And and they're light years ahead of us at this point because we 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 went about five years backwards. Yeah. For um sure. this season. And mm-hmm. it's insane to think that way. And mm-hmm. um and we've really put ourselves in a lot of holes and we're just gonna have to dig out of them. Like it's not gonna be Poch comes in and everything's hunky dory. Like if we had brought if we hadn't fired Tuchel, one. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah. And if you hadn't have brought Potter in on a five-year contract too, and you hadn't have made all those stupid moves three, and you hadn't have waited to get all your backroom staff figured out four, or at least upper management staff, and then you hadn't fired all the medical staff five, like that's just part of it. Mm-hmm. That doesn't count for the money and all the players they brought in and how that's like demoralizing the academy. Yeah. And and screwing screwing up the wage structure like you were talking about it doesn't it doesn't even take into account like all the damage that's been done and all like they literally tried to find every single corner of Chelsea that hadn't been dusted for a while and added more dust to it. <laughs> like I don't I I don't know where we go from here. I think it's insane to like it, it's insane to even think about next season. Like we already like thought this season was insane because of the sanctions last season. Like, this is insane. I mean, to be fair, we haven't had an in-person award ceremony since, like, 2020. 2019. Or 2019, yeah. 2019 was the last one, yeah. Just because of COVID and sanctions. Like, this club is so drama-filled, we can't have an award ceremony. Mm -hmm. Like, that's insane. Um, And then this year, we chose not to on the year that we probably needed it the most. Yep. So, 
Um, it, I don't know, man. I, I'm glad Bowley's stepping back. I don't know what to think about next season. I, I, we're almost at a blank slate here. I feel like we just got promoted <laughs> to the Premier League. And I feel like we're now having to build to compete in it. That's what I feel like. And I feel like we could get sure. relegated just as easily next season. I mean, it's crazy this season. One of Leicester or Everton are going to get relegated. Yep. Like, that's insane. Leicester won the league five years ago. Six years ago. And they were very poorly run. So is Everton. Everton's poorly run as well. I mean, we're poorly run too. We're looking at the same thing. I mean, we think uh, we we think it's unthinkable. Like yeah. it, it's not unthinkable. Yeah. Like that's another whole aspect of this. Like we were in a regular relegation scare thing, like up until a few see up until a few games ago, mm-hmm. and like that should not have been any sort of talking point. With no. regards to this club. And I do not think it's unthinkable that we go down even more. Now, you get Poch in, cut some of the deadwood, make some good moves on the market. Like, that conversation goes away. But, like, can you imagine if this is the team we're stuck with next season? It's not going to surprise me. I mean, like, but the thing is, it's like the people that you see us linked to, like... I mean, the main ones being Caseda from Caseda, yeah. Brighton, and I'm just like, that doesn't do anything for me. Like, yeah, what I, are we doing? I mean, he's a he's a good player, but I mean, like, who have we gotten from Brighton that's been good? Like, <laughs> not the coach and not Kukurea, <laughs> and not the coach, not Kukurea. Um, I mean, it's very much so. Like, it's very much we we've. Just I don't know, like it. It we're just buying mid players now, and it's like you've got to find a way to build up your your seniority on your squad, the senior players that have the that have that mentality to build up these younger players. We've just been out buying youth. I mean, like mm-hmm. if if that's what we're doing, then play the damn youth. I don't care, like. Um, like we got uh, Santos. Just if we're talking about holding midfielders here, just we got Santos coming in next year. Just stick him in there. Screw loaning him out. I know he's like eighteen. Just play him. I don't care. Like if if we're building for the future and we're just essentially saying, okay, we're just going to be an average team for the next two or three years to you know build up these players and get a piece here and a piece there in the transfer window. Yeah, I'm fine with that. But play the youth. You know. Continue yeah. to play, you know, um, Hall at left back. Uh, play Fafana. Play Levi Colwell. Play Reese James. There's your back line for next start next year, you know. Yeah. Put Enzo in the midfield. Bring in, uh, you know, you got Nkuku coming in. He's young. And then just for the hell of it, stick to Santos in there. I don't care. Like, if that's what we're doing, play Mutrik in Madueke. Uh, and then... I don't know who the hell we play at strikers. We still don't have one of those. Um, oh man! But we're gonna. We're, but, that's where we're buying this summer. Yeah, that's who we're I, buying. I don't. But I mean, who? We can't afford anybody. But they we want Ocean. They want Oceanman from uh, Napoli, and he's gonna be over a hundred. We don't. hundred and ten over. Yeah, hundred ten. Yeah, over hundred ten. I mean, I've heard north of a hundred. I've heard that they're gonna demand a hundred and fifty for him. So, I mean, it's just there's no way. We can't afford that. That's like, absurd. That, and for what? Another striker that's going to get washed out here because we have a terrible curse with strikers, and especially another Italian striker. Like, I don't know. Um, Brogia will be back. Brogia? Just play Brogia. I don't care. I mean, Brogia was showing some bright spots. Yeah, um, he, for the first couple games he played, he was, and then he kind of chilled out, but then yeah. so did our entire attack, so that's not true on him. True, I mean, heck, I mean, keep Havertz for another season, just let him play false nine. I mean, he at least scores every now and then. Um, maybe with Nkuku behind him, it'll give him something to play off of a little bit. I don't know. I'm just sitting here trying to think, like, if, if you're going to go with this youth thing, then just go with it and stop spending damn money on players that aren't going to fit our squad. Like, yeah. 
Like, because we've been linked with Kasana since before Pochettino was announced. So I know that's not a Poch signing. Like, that's not somebody right, Poch right. will. Or, I mean, he might. I'm not saying he doesn't. But we've been linked with him before Poch got here. So, leads me to believe that's a board signing. So, again, that's just going to screw things up. Anyway. When are um, we announcing Poch, by the way? Who knows? Who? That's a great question, Jason. That is a great question. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if they just came out and like, oh, yeah, it's... Uh, Graham Potter's nephew, uh, Mucho Potter from the fifteenth <laughs> league of, you know, France. It's like it is like Graham Potter with a wig and he's clean shaven. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. They just saw uh, this guy came up from what league did you say? The fifteenth league. Uh, you know, I said about France, but I couldn't. No, yeah. it's like Uzbekistan. Yeah, Uzbekistan. He was the Uzbekistan national team coach, and uh, you know, and he brought them joy yeah. and happiness. In 2018, and, he hasn't coached since yeah. then. <laughs> Old Mucho Potter. Mucho Potter. I don't know. That just seemed like a, a kind of a weird name. <laughs> he, he would be in the uh, no, he would be a coach in the um, oh the the Liga MX, the Mexican league, the national. Yes, league. Yes, yes, yes. Mucho Potter, and he comes over here Mucho. with a sombrero <laughs> and. Like a, 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 a nice mustache, you yeah. know, curled up on the sides, you know, mucho potter. And he's our hey, that coach. is stereotyping, <laughs> Daniel. You cannot do that on this podcast. Sorry. Stop that right now. My bad. He's got no, some have aviators you seen, on. Have you seen that video of the guy who literally, like, wears a sombrero and, like, a poncho? Yes. yes. And he walks around a college campus yep. and they're like, how you dare you? Culturally yeah. appropriate. It's a bunch of stupid yeah. white kids. And then he yeah. goes to, uh, like, this Mexican neighborhood, and they're like, oh, this is yeah. great. We love what, how you look. Yeah. You know? I love that Not video. Not offended at oh, all. So good. I love that video. Yep. It's so, it's just going to be, you know, uh, I'm with you. Like, who knows? Hell, Potter or uh, Ponchino might not even come now. I mean, like, who knows if that's even real? Um, yeah. For real. I don't know. I, I, I don't know, man. Um, at a loss. This season's a wash. Next season's probably a wash. The next season's probably a wash. You know, maybe in five years we can compete for some trophies again. Maybe in this meantime, Pochettino will get us get lucky one year and make it to the whatever the hell that stupid cup's name is that I hate and wish we would never compete in again. Um, Car Bio Cup or whatever it's going to be next <laughs> year, the Slim Jim Cup or. Frito Lay Cup next year, you know, whatever yeah. it's going to be. He changes names every other year. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, let's let's change the subject here. And as promised, let's talk about something more promising and something more uplifting and something that can bring everybody together because that's what Pochettino is going to do at this club with his barbecue grill. He is going to bring yes. us together with the barbecue. So in lieu of that, Jason... Share with this audience what is what is your favorite barbecue, man? What what if you okay. go out to the barbecue restaurant and yeah. you sit down and you're like, I want this. What are you going to order? I mean, first of all, though, we should like barbecue is like a wide thing, you know. Like it's a, it's like there's many different types regionally. Correct. In yes. kind of like the southeastern yeah. United States, um, mm-hmm. and then I think it can get even weirder in like really remote parts of Texas. <laughs> so yeah, it's like their own thing. Um, so it just depends. Like most people, when they think barbecue, they think like long, uh, like cook times, slow, mm-hmm. um, slow heat or low heat with like a slow um, build up to the thing. Mm-hmm. Some places do like whole hogs. Some places will just do slab of meat um, type things like ribs or whatever. So, um, and I, I, I looked it up just, just before we got there, like, and there's like several different in Texas. So I won't even go for that one. Um, but Texas barbecue is a thing, but like we um, like in the South have Memphis barbecue, which they characterize as whole hog, pork ribs, pulled pork, and they, their rub styles are like paprika with savory spices. 
And then they have heavy hints of vinegar or tomato and spices that they just kind of mop onto the barbecue as they go. They mop that stuff on there, yeah. too. Like, literally like, with we, a mop. Literally, exactly. Literally with a mop. Yeah. Um, and then Kansas City barbecue is like burnt ends, all common amongst mm. the barbecue meats, sweet and spicy rubs, and then thick, sweet, spicy, and tangy tomato-based sauces. North Carolina is like whole hog, pork shoulder, pork ribs, sweet and spicy rubs, but they do a vinegar-based sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, and then South Carolina is all about the mustard. So they do like sausages and whole hogs and porks with like dry mustard types rubs and then sweet yellow gold mustard-based sauces. So that said, I like the thick, sweet, tomatoey based sauces. Mm-hmm. Like that that's just what my preferred is. I do not like spicy barbecue sauce either. Like some people like spicy versions of things. Yeah. I do not like spicy versions of things. And then that said, I don't care what kind of barbecue is put in front of me, I'll eat it. I don't care if it's vinegar based, <laughs> I don't care if it's mustard based, I don't care, whatever. And then my favorite types of meat are um sliced yeah, pork. Meat. Yeah, give, give me, me that meat, meat. Jay Z. Give me meat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna give it to you right now, dog. He oh, hey. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I like I like ribs. I like brisket. I like oh, <laughs> my wife just sent me a message. Tuned you out for a while and came back in at I like thick tomatoey bases. <laughs> <laughs> so my wife just sent me <laughs> eavesdropping on our podcast from the other room. Oh yeah. Um, also, I'm just very loud, so uh, she could hear everything I say anyway. Um, but I like uh, I like ribs. Um, I wait, like wait, 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 wait. Stop on the ribs. All right? Yeah. Stop on the ribs. Do you want a dry rub on your ribs, or do you want your ribs wet, like I, soaked in barbecue sauce? Yeah, I don't know if they have to be soaked in barbecue sauce. I do like them sticky, so I do mm. like stuff on them. I don't... Yeah. I will eat a dry rib, but I'm probably going to dip it then in like barbecue mm. sauce, which is still just as good. I don't care yeah. really, but I tend to prefer like the stickier ones, like the ones that like you have to take a shower after you eat. Yeah. Like that's the yeah. kind I like. Um, so I, I guess, yeah, I, maybe the saucier ones. What about so you? I'm, a, I'm a dry rub guy. Like, oh, I, okay. want, I want a nice dry rub on there. It mainly stems from like the fact that I like when I'm eating, unless I'm eating chicken wings, I don't want to get my hands dirty. Like yeah, when I yeah, eat, yeah. I'm a very like, I'm just going to like, I don't want, like, I don't mind getting grease on them, like eating a hamburger yeah. or something like that. But I'm not as that pretentious where I'm going to eat my Snickers bar with a fork uh, <laughs> and knife like George Costanza on Seinfeld. Yeah. But, um, you know, I don't like, and so I, and if I can have just a dry rub of some good herbs mm-hmm. and some good spices and just them, like you were saying earlier, the ribs just slow cooked, yes. you know, yeah. that's how I want my ribs done. Um, so I'm not a big fan of the, the barbecue based ribs. Yeah. Until I have a beard. And that's true. It, it, yeah. Barbecue ribs don't, because of the way you have to eat them from the sides. Like I can yeah. eat chicken wing. I can just stick that sucker in my mouth and, you know, scrape the meat off of it you know but barbecue ribs you gotta get that and it gets all up in your beard and stuff and it's just not it's not appealing you know so i'm all about but do you consider like barbie or like hamburgers and hot dogs as like part of like the barbecue meal because you tend to see like when people grill out they'll still do hamburgers and hot dogs yes hamburgers are in my top three of barbecue like, yeah, I yeah. love just a good, juicy, thick hamburger. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm all about that. Like, I'm about, like, for me, it's definitely some type. It's probably going to be some type of sliced pork. I don't really care. Like, mm-hmm. if it, you get it from the brisket, or you, brisket is delicious. If you get that right, that bark yeah, on yeah. there, delicious. also love a good Boston butt. Like, mm-hmm. there's nothing like a good smoked Boston butt, which is... I might say my family has now transitioned to have a Boston butt for Thanksgiving instead of no turkey. No way. And it is the best decision that we have ever. So it's like I get Boston butt and then dressing on the same day. Dude, and it that is, is awesome. amazing. It is like Thanksgiving. I look forward to Thanksgiving every year now because we get because I don't like turkey. Turkey's yeah. not good. It's, sorry if you like turkey sucks. If you think turkey's good, 
I question it because turkey sucks. <laughs> like it is dry. It just doesn't taste good. It turkey sucks. So the fact that we switched over to Boston butt yeah. for Thanksgiving, and I just pile on a mound of that stuff on my plate, and I, you know, it's amazing. So, but give me a good that, brisket. Yeah, you bring up a good thing though, like because barbecue is not just the meat. Right. Which, which, if you have a hamburger, you have hot dogs. I also really like smoked sausage. Like I, will, oh yeah, I love smoked sausage. Yes, and I like all of. I'll, I'll eat anything that's put in front of me. It doesn't matter when it comes to barbecue. But mm-hmm. I do like, um, like the charred ends. Like if I get to pick yes. out of a pan, I'll go mm-hmm. for the more um, crispy bits. Um, mm-hmm. but the sides, man, like oh, sides let's get into some sides, man. Let's sides get into just it. As big of a deal <laughs> for a barbecue, um, yes, meal as anything else. So if mm-hmm. you go anywhere here and you order barbecue, it's going to come with like a meat. And bread in like two to three sides. Yep. So. Yep. Definitely. What are, you, what are your favorite sides? Okay, so if if we're grilling, so there, there's two different ways I got to distinguish this though. Because if I'm in a restaurant, I mean, I usually get fries. But to yeah. me, the best thing that you can pair with barbecue is mac and cheese. Like, and a lot of people are going to say baked beans. I'm not a big baked beans guy. Okay. Yeah, Would I you am. give me? Yeah. Uh, see, most people are. I, yeah, I just find baked beans very mid. They I are they are so hit and miss though. Like you can get a very yeah. bad baked bean, and most of the time you will. Mm-hmm. Like if they're homemade baked beans, I'll eat them a lot of times. Sure. Yes. But if they're just like at a restaurant, it's like you said, they're hit or miss. So I don't really know. Um, fries. We're just gonna throw those out the window because that's a given. We're gonna have it at any barbecue. But I feel like if you get a good side of mac and cheese and it's like some of that like the mac and cheese you used to make you know when you have oh, barbecues yeah. at my house you'd make that twice baked mac yeah, and cheese yeah. mm-hmm. stuff is delicious and amazing and you would always throw in different types of cheese which makes it even better because you can't <laughs> yeah. just have like it can't just be cheddar cheese right right like to for mac and cheese it needs to be like minimum three cheeses yeah, and I agree. like minimum three cheeses, and if you sprinkle some breadcrumbs on top of there, okay, I was about to ask you e- if you like that. That's yeah. oh yeah, that's even better. Like sprinkle some yeah. like it didn't have to be real breadcrumbs. Get some freaking Ritz crackers and dude. sprinkle them suckers on top of there, and get Ritz a nice crackers crisp. Are so good, yeah, dude. As Ritz crackers is like Ritz crackers by themselves are addicting to eat, and yeah. then but you sprinkle them suckers on top of some mac and cheese and get that nice little crust and crispiness on top of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Like, dude, I love some freaking mac and cheese. How do you feel about potato salad? I love potato salad. I'm not, so, I'm not a big mustard guy. And I know a lot of people do the mustard-based yeah, potato mm. salad. Not my favorite, but you just give me some regular potato salad? Yes. Mayo-based. Yes. Now, if you do the red potatoes, though. Have oh, you ever had the red yes. potatoes? Mm-hmm. The, that is the best. I want to... I I don't frequent this store often. And I don't like this store, but damn it, Walmart yeah, makes yeah. some of the best red <laughs> potato potato salad. You can just go there and buy a tub of it. I can just go there and buy and eat that stuff. Oh, it is man. <laughs> so freaking good. Like I don't know what they do to it, but yes, I love some a good. Yeah. It is that is a very good barbecue food that I did not think about. Potato salad is definitely up there. One of my favorites is collard greens. Not a greens guy, man. Oh, man. I don't like my I will, veggies. Ooh, God, I will eat them. So I'll, I, in in a lot of cases, if the collard greens are good, I will eat more of that than anything else. <laughs> I will go to town on those. They're so good. Now, see um, if I'm so if I'm not. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Continue no, no, with no, your side. No, no, no. You go ahead. No. I was gonna say if I'm not in a restaurant, so there's like different sides you can have. Like you'll find bacon wrapped asparagus. Oh yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you'll find. I'm trying. Br- my dad now has gotten into grilling Brussels sprouts for whatever Ooh. reason. I don't know. Yeah, he grills Brussels sprouts now. Yeah. But my favorite, and you'll know this because I cook them all the time, is you get freaking jalapenos. Yes. And you stuff them with cream cheese, and you wrap a big old slice of bacon around them. Absolutely, my favorite side. So good for barbecue. Yeah. Love to put them on the grill. Delicious. Those are so good, man. So good. Um. Oh, I had another one. How do you feel about corn on the cob? I don't I don't like corn unless it is yeah. in something. So yeah, if yeah. it's like a soup 
or a stew or like, um, I don't know, some kind of Mexican dish and it has corn in it. I'm okay with corn that way. I don't want corn by itself. I always think I'm going to like corn more than I do, <laughs> and I always get it, and then I always am like, well, I guess I got to finish this. But it's another it's another beard thing, because like, if you're just eating it off the cob, it's like mm-hmm. all over you. So. Right. And in the South, we put way too much butter on stuff. Oh, so man. it's just like butter <laughs> dripping down your beard at yeah. that point in time. <laughs> How do you feel about cornbread? Love cornbread. Yeah. Um... I, I like love the uh, um the kind of with peppers in it. Yeah, dude, you read my mind. Yeah. I was about to say hey. that. I like the ones with jalapenos in them. Yeah, like, I want, the I want right some there. small chip, chopped up jalapenos in my cornbread. Yeah, yeah, makes it even better. Oh, but it's so cornbread. Good. But it's cornbread a barbecue food though. I don't know. I just know some barbecue restaurants around here serve it. Really? Yeah. See, to me, like I like which I don't ever do this, so it's not not. I don't even know why I think this because I don't ever do this. But if like if I'm having barbecue, like the staple for us, like if you're gonna go with bread is white bread, just oh, some yeah, yeah. bunny white bread. Yeah, I don't do that, but I've had it before and it is delicious. Yeah, but you know most places you go have like a toast, like some kind Texas of Texas toast, or toast. Yeah, which I don't you I don't ever eat it. Like I don't eat toast in my barbecue. Yeah, so, yeah. um, I don't know. I um. But yeah, I'm so hungry right now. I want some barbecue. Dude, for real, I'll eat just about any of it. It doesn't yeah. matter. Like it's so good, especially if it's like all being cooked together, mm-hmm. or at least in the same proximity. You know, I mean, it's just delicious. It's worth eating. It is. Uh, yes. Barbecue on mac and cheese too is like oh. a good meal in of itself. Just a bowl of yeah. it is like totally oh, yeah. worth it. It is, man, and like you just. And the things you can do with barbecue, because you can do the, you know, the dry rubs, but then you can, I'm with you, I like the sweet tomato-based sauces. I'm not a big, like, I don't, I like spicy stuff. I don't want my barbecue sauce to be spicy. Right, though. yeah, it doesn't seem right um, for some reason. It doesn't, it because you get that good smoked flavor, and then mm. all you taste is the heat, and I don't yeah. really like that. So, but I know when we go to our, our favorite, one of our favorite barbecue restaurants, Sonny's, we get the sweet sauce. And the bottle will be gone by the time we leave know, the table yeah. because yeah. we destroy that sauce and it is delicious. All you can eat is sliced pork, man. That's all you need. All you, dude, that is the only thing you need in your life is all you can eat sliced so pork. So good. So it good. is. I mean, like back in the day, we we're just stacking plates when we were in college, you know. Do they now have TVs like, at Sunny's? I just need to drive down to watch the TV. They do. There. They do. We, I, I mean, don't, we have to get them to put it on there probably but two, two hours at sunny's sounds pretty Dude, good we i could put away some food two hours at sunny's man yeah i have to pay it have to pace myself but jeez oh, that would be amazing that would be amazing that'd be amazing yeah. that would be oh and then finally the one other thing you got to have when you barbecue is you just need an ice cold beer yeah just pick your favorite not and you don't need any fancy ipa crap craft beer that's delicious yeah, yeah. but you don't need that no i'm talking you just need you a good my personal preference is uh miller light that's my preference you know if mm-hmm. you want a good miller light you want a good coors light I'm not a bud light guy you want a good budweiser get a budweiser and you know yeah. just but you really need that light beer so you don't fill up on it you know so pbr yeah pbr is an excellent <laughs> choice the hipster beer of choice. Yeah. Um, yeah, you I mean, just need you, a you need good an easy ice drink, cold beer. Because you're going to yeah. want to drink more of them. So Correct. You, need, you need an easy one to drink. Mm-hmm. And especially if you're the one cooking. Like, if you're cooking, yeah. you you just you got to have something in your hand when you're flipping the burgers on the grill. Right. It's just, it's like, a, yeah. it's like a staple. Like, you just have to. Even if you're not drinking it, you should just have something in your hand. But nobody's going to look twice at you if you just choose sweet tea either. So... Correct. Yes, that is true. Especially down here in the South. Nobody will look at you cross if you have the sweet tea. Man, I'm really... Oh, how do you feel about coleslaw? I hate coleslaw. <laughs> I don't like cabbage. Yeah. I, I don't I, like... That's not my I thing. I actually like coleslaw on my pulled pork sandwiches. It's a lot. Of, that's the thing. A lot of people do. I don't. Yeah. Like, I just don't. It's not my thing. What about I, people that put horseradish on their pool boards, dude. I've never had that, but I would totally do that. I hate horseradish. Oh my god, Ugh. I love it so much. 
Really? Yeah, yeah. It's Except, you know, it's so the last time I had horseradish was when we went to Birmingham and you told told me about that Mexican restaurant. Whatever dish I got that night had horseradish on it. And I didn't realize it until yeah. I got the dish. And it actually was not terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It actually but, went, it was it was oddly good. Dude, they are, uh, we got their pico de gallo and it like made my lips burn for like three days. I don't know what happened. Chris and I would just look at each other and ask, are your lips okay? In like three <laughs> days, they were just like burning. Um, no, I'll tell you what I really like horseradish on. This is really dumb. Uh, although it, it, I can't believe I hadn't thought about putting this on barbecue before, but Arby's, I'll get horseradish and like their three pepper, pepper sauce and I'll put it on my Arby's roast beef sandwich. And, um, and it, it's really good. And I don't hey, even look. like sauces all that much, but I, when bar, when it comes to barbecue, I'll eat sauces. And when it comes to an Arby's sandwich, I'll eat sauces. People will not admit this, but I am not afraid to admit this. Arby's is low key good. Arby's is good. <laughs> Arby's is yeah. It is. Arby's good. is very underrated. Like people, like you talk about fast food, nobody ever mentions Arby's. Yep. But Arby's is low key good. It's a solid choice, man. It's just it's just roast beef on a bun, but there's something about it that tastes really good. I mean that fake nacho cheese that they put on there oh, is yeah, absolutely yeah. delicious. <laughs> On the, the beef and cheddar? Yes. I love yeah. the beef and cheddar. And that I was just sitting there looking. I'm like, that's not real cheese. And I know <laughs> it. But it tastes <laughs> damn good. Yes, exactly. Like, it's so good. Yeah. It is. Um, Dude, I yeah, can't believe so, Sorry, I, I pivoted from Arby's to barbecue. Sorry. Oh, no, it's fine. I mean, look, I love pivots in this show. Our I mean, we've been sitting here talking about 20 minutes. For nothing about barbecue for 20 oh, minutes. Oh, I did want to ask you. We did not mention... You mentioned chicken wings, but how do you yeah. feel about barbecue chicken? No. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm not a big no. fan. Yeah. I mean, it's it's good, but it. I don't, I don't want it. chicken. I don't want chicken. Yeah. If we make it out at the house... Sometimes it's just easy to make it at the house. Yeah. Like, we'll just make a barbecue chicken sandwich or something, and I like that. But I, I'm never picking the chicken over the pork or the beef. Correct. If, yes. if I'm going out for barbecue, I'm not getting chicken. Oh, yeah. Yeah, nobody goes to a barbecue restaurant and gets chicken. It's just like sort of has to be on the menu yeah, for yeah, those yeah. people that don't like beef. But, right. you know, I don't think they really cook it in the back. You know, they don't really have chicken back there. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> barbecue not. is beef or pork. It's one of the two. It's either cow or pig. Right. Chicken shouldn't even be included in this. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Dude, I don't... We, um... We missed the barbecue world championship barbecue cooking contest in Memphis this year. Eh, it just yeah. happened. Oh, shucks. Yeah. We should find one around us, though, and go and just eat all oh, day. Oh, they have one in Philly every year. Oh, really? Yeah, they have one in, uh, yeah, they it, uh, the Ham Jam. The Ham Jam. You know about the Ham Jam, Jason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of forgot well, about that. Yeah, you forgot. Yeah, it's, and they moved it. I think it's in, like, October now or something like that. Ham Jam, is this it? It says all about. It's all about youth. I don't. Think I don't that's think it. that's it. Nope, <laughs> that's not. That's uh, amateur radio stuff. <laughs> Man, funny enough, if you type in Ham Jam, you don't. Nothing just pulls up. Let's see. Oh, don't they usually do that around the fair? They moved it. My dad told me. So I don't know when they do it now. Dang it. Well, we can find this later. Mm-hmm. Okay, they did like it in a, October. Yes, yeah, I yeah, it's like a qualifying event for Memphis. Oh, yeah, they so did. They it have, was October. There's so, be this coming October. Yeah, we should totally try that. The 2021 Ham Jam was canceled. Oh, or the yeah, Arts COVID. Festival was canceled. Yeah, COVID. That's wild. Yep. That's a wild time. But anyway, Long yeah, we should then. we should at least try to go to a barbecue competition. We can give our then we can we can film a vlog and post it on our YouTube channel. It has nothing to do with football. <laughs> yeah, that'd be amazing. <laughs> I say we go for it. Hey, I'm down for it. Um, all right, so that wraps up the barbecue portion of this episode. Um, if y'all want to see it, tweet us and we'll talk about barbecue. Like we'll just start a barbecue podcast where we just here and talk about food and fat things all the time. Um. That sounds amazing, so, actually. I, I the, the Fat People Podcast. There's a name for it right there. Yeah. 
Fat people. Like that. I love it. Um, but yeah, uh, so we play tomorrow. I don't think we've even said that on this podcast. Oh, we play Lord, United we play tomorrow. tomorrow? Yeah, <laughs> we play United tomorrow. Um, yeah, uh, that, that's sad. <laughs> yep. Uh, so score predictions? Uh, none. We're not going to score. Yeah. I'm going three one United. You know, just for kicks yeah. and giggles. I don't know what United's going to score, but we're not. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. Well, that. Uh. You got anything else you want to add, Jason, to the barbecue discussion or the Chelsea discussion? I mean, that's I where it takes know. the back seat. I think I kind of. Yeah, I think I kind of got lost in thinking about barbecue, so I've kind of zoned out for the last five minutes. <laughs> um, it's fine. I have nothing else to add. I love talking about barbecue with you. That's it. I do too. Highlight of the highlight of this episode. Talking about barbecue. <laughs> Highlight of the episode. Um, you know, so yeah, um, I guess that about does it uh, for this episode of the Ball and Foot slash Barbecue podcast. Um, now apparently, uh, <laughs> Jason, tell these people where they can find us at these days. Hey, tweet us some barbecue stuff at uh, the Ball and Foot on Twitter. I'd I'd love to see your uh, six figure grill setups. Yes. Uh, I like we'll compare them to Pochettino's and um and send us your favorite recipes and Daniel and I will cook them on our uh soon to be separated uh all barbecue uh podcast. <laughs> um but um yeah, just at the ball and foot is where you want to send all of that. Yeah, tweet us uh tweet us your barbecue grill photos and we'll rate your grills. You know, tweet us some photos and we'll rate your barbecue <laughs> just based strictly off of looks, not off of taste, just how it looks. Um, oh my so God, you... we have to get bigger audience so that this can be a thing. I want to do this now. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, tweet us your pictures, guys. We would love some barbecue pictures, you know. So um, yeah, but uh, also listen to us. Uh, that would be great as well on Spotify, Apple. Um, That'd be fantastic. Um, So, yeah. uh, Until next time, guys. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. Is that what I say? Yep. Yeah, we'll catch you guys on the flip side. (laughs) Send us pictures of your meat. Flippity floppity. (laughs) 